1: Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod50 for 50% off.
0: Talk is Jericho.
1: Let's talk about when you became the champion. I'm not sure, sure I even know that story. How did you find out you were going to get it? Who'd you beat?
2: Um, well, what had happened, Triple H uh, uh, started uh, because Conan wasn't happy with Paco. And uh, Antonio Pena, as you know, he started Triple
1: A. Pena used to be the Booker with Paco. Correct. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. And um, so started Triple A, and and we had a tournament for the title. So I can't remember what one day, but I had a meeting with Paco. So I'm I'm sitting in his office, and he just said, "Oh, and by the way, I'm planning to make you the champ." I said, "Really?" So I know, I knew it was me and Rayo in the finals, right? Tournament. Yes. So I I asked Paco, I said, well, does Rayo know this? And he says, no, he doesn't, and, and there's, no, there's nothing he can do. I said, I know there's nothing he can do. Because, <laughs> so, but, but 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 I lost re- respect for him that that night because we had the the match. Paco or Rayo? Uh, uh, for Rayo. Um, uh, for for those of you who don't know, Rayo de Jalisco was a, a famous... Popular wrestler from Guadalajara. His father wrestled. He wrestled, and um, he was a junior. I think his son. He's got another son. He was a junior. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So you know, he 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 just wouldn't do it clean in the middle. You know, and it was all you know. uh, Grand Marcus was his. no, um, he had his second get involved. I'm like, brother, you can't do this clean. No, I'm eagle. I, I have to stay strong here. And so, you know, a, ever since that day, you know, I, I just lost respect for him. Right, for that, right. Yeah. But you had a lot of heat though in Mexico as a oh, as the oh champion. Oh, yeah. I, I was what stabbed. Did you do? And just stabbed. Stabbed. And every time I, uh, I got hurt, it was my fault, because I was in the crowd. Um, on two occasions, one time at the pizza. I was I was messing around in the crowd, uh, and, and Porky was there, and uh, and uh, he saved me. <laughs> and then Inez a fan was trying to beat a you. Fan, yeah, uh, a, a fan. It, it was actually a woman that spat at me. I mean, a woman, and I was I was livid. She just went. On <laughs> it, it, no, it, <laughs> <laughs> she spat at me, and I, and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean and 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 porky was there and uh um you know he got got me out of there because you know people were getting closer and they were throwing stuff and then another time we were wrestling in a a a baseball field in neza i'll never forget it i threw him out of the ring we're on the floor and um i'm bent over his opponent i'm sorry his par partner right trying to pick him up or something and i feel somebody hit me with a chair but i look up but porky's standing in, in front of me so i know it's not not him and uh, what what a great soul he is, man! Because he just jumped on me and he was hitting me, but every punch and strike he was pushing me towards locker room. Oh. because the fans were just they were just coming in, and, and there's no security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no security. Uh, and another time, the stabbing—I—I I, I got stabbed with, um, once again out in the crowd so for you youngsters <laughs> you're a lot safer being in the ring <laughs> right. than especially uh on indie shows because there's no security and all, all drinking and or limited security mm-hmm. and um I'm out there and I'm tussling with 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 somebody it wasn't a knife it was a pencil ouch a pencil which I still have, have have the scar you can see yeah I know there's like, remember now <laughs> there's a scar right yeah. there yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and um um Got jabbed, immediately turned around, didn't know who it was, and got back into the ring and just stayed there because it's
1: just just rough. And amazing too, like I'm thinking back, no team doctor for when I can remember, no, no trainer no, really.
2: No. Cindy Cotto <laughs> <laughs> you got a limb hanging off. Well Cindy Kato can see you a week this Thursday. <laughs> Make an appointment <laughs> <laughs> well, it Reminds me of some
1: reason For about Senior Banalis
2: Oh God yeah. Yo, What a sweetheart he was He, he was uh, uh, This This was an old time wrestler Who um, he, he stayed in the business Mainly because He spoke English mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Tough guy in his day You know Little short Stocky guy and um just a funny funny guy i i would i would always challenge him you know just just met, messing around yeah, in the locker room and he said he would tell me hey we can do it here or we can do it upstairs <laughs> if we do it here it won't be the same thing <laughs> i said okay
1: <laughs> i remember he told me one time you know what the problem is with this company i said what he goes too many foreigners
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: i remember him be- being on the phone once and and um Norman the lunatic, lunatic um yeah. Mike Shaw Mike Shaw was there so, so yeah so so I wasn't actually in the office I was outside the office and uh uh Pistol Whatley had called so um uh he's talking to Adolfo and um he keeps referring to him as, as as Ted Bailey <laughs> <laughs> Okay Ted Okay Ted Bailey Okay just just <laughs> send Wattley, the pictures <laughs> <Tiz> Bailey <laughs> <laughs> Okay just send the pictures <laughs> <laughs> Mike Shaw's like no wonder nobody can get booked here. You can't get the names.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so many characters oh, like that though. Group. Like uh, remember the uh, Ranghel, the referee. Oh
2: ranghell he was he was um, he was one of the the, the 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 most popular referees of all time because he used to ref like El Santos matches and, and Atlantis. I mean all the way until the end of his life, and um, he he would mess with me. He stick his finger in my ear, or pull, pull my mustache, and then he'd run and hide behind Haku. <laughs> and he challenged me, come on, baby, come on. Yeah, he spoke, like, come on, baby. Come on, baby, come L- on.
1: Last night, how many women do you have? And then he'd make like a like a sex motion for three more <laughs> like one girl, two girl, three girl, like pumping his skinny little hips. I remember one time, you're like, shut up, you bag of bones, you're still alive?
0: <laughs>
2: oh god he was he was he was hilarious. I actually have him film because what once in a while i'll i watch some some of the old met matches you used to film some stuff dude. oh yeah, 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 and we'll talk about that later <laughs> a lot later. <laughs> he wouldn't take crap from anybody I mean it doesn't you, you were a young guy, big guy over you know top guy and uh there there was a match it was me, and I forgot who else, but Rayo was in the match, and now Rayo de Jalisco was always like a top face. And Rayo tried to tackle him and pull him down, and we come back from commercial break, and you just see Rangel taking a, a swing at him with a kick. <laughs> he didn't care. He, he,
1: you know, he didn't care. He, he was there was funny. some great, great performers in Mexico. This oh one yeah. That people would, like might be a little bit misinformed about lucha libre because you said it is very fast, but yeah. so there's some guys there. Solid guys: was-
2: Wagner, Silver King, Tejano, Dandy, Blue Panther, Negro, ne- Negro Casas. <laughs> Um, I put him up there with Ric Flair, I Harley Race, Bret, Bret Hart. I mean, he's a guy that I was his partner for about a year, and I would stand on the apron and just be fascinated with, with what he would do and how he would do it and how he would think, mm-hmm. and I would get to just get caught up in just watching him. And he'd say magic, and then and then when he was shooting with me, he was, smiley. I said, okay, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Hold him down. I'm so, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but but he was just incredible, incredible. And I remember you saying uh in world championship wrestling when we wanted to bring 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 him in i think Eric bishop at the time said we've got 15 mexicans here already you said you don't understand this guy is completely different this is negro casas Mm -hmm. he's just i've seen him make people cry make them laugh i mean he's just amazing and and when you look at him he looks like nothing yeah he's just a normal nothing just you know guy no body nothing nothing you know what i mean and he's still working and at a top
1: level. He's still good. He's still I saw a last year. He's 10 years older than me, so he would have been 54, 55 at yeah, the time. Yeah.
2: And he tore it up. Oh, he's amazing. You he know? was, he was, um, he, I, I, I learned so much from, from him because uh, uh, he was generous. He would give me rights here and there. And like we all do as young, young kids, you know, we have a match and the match is bad. And we're like, damn, I shouldn't have done that. Why did I do this? And damn, I, God, I feel so bad. And why I just, Smiley, shut up, <laughs> shut up. Don't worry, tomorrow you have another match. Forget about it. And he was right. Yeah. And we have you know students here. Um, he gave then, me that exact same advice, by the way. Exactly. And they go through the same, oh, I should have done this. I, was, I said, first of all, you've been here six months. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're gonna make mistakes, right? And guess what? You're gonna make a lot more mistakes. And there's no wrestler on the planet that will tell you that they've had a perfect match. Mm-hmm. So we all look, look back because we all have egos. You know, say, oh, I could have done that better. I should have held on a little longer. I shouldn't have let go. I should have punched him harder or bigger. So. Yeah, Negro Casas. Okay, Smiley. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. In fact, in fact, uh, his family heavy metal, Filipino, yeah, and Mm Tropicasas, yeah, his dad, and and they're all. Still around and active. He is the Tony,
1: the Tony, the Tiger. Tony Gosh. the Tiger, yeah. I remember we would go to because uh, Negro worked in the office as well. Yeah, but there'd always be like a lineup of people to to see Paco. <laughs> yeah,
2: <Maybe> and go straight <laughs> in the cafe. K- <laughs> he <Kayfabe. laughs> yeah, like, a, what do you have like a back room stairs? Yeah, he did. He, he actually had like. Um, it was almost like a stairwell it was like a cellar so you will go up through the front door speak to lupita hi lupita como estas chris i'll be <laughs> in paco yeah in 10 minutes so you sit there you're thinking okay i'm sitting right here he can't pass me <laughs> <laughs> then two hours later she you, oh he's gone <laughs> where did he go <laughs> you know what i mean he to, but he had his kayfabe stairs at the back he would just leave yeah he would just leave yeah would just leave. i wouldn't tell you <laughs>
0: Go to keepitfunohio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Talk is talk is talk is Jericho.
1: Let's talk about a mutual friend of ours. Sure. that um, that a lot of people don't know a lot about about our Art Bar. Art Bar. Yeah. Mean, everyone knows the legacy of Eddie Guerrero. How great yeah. Eddie was. Yeah. You know, uh, passed away early. So did Art. Yeah. Art was the guy that was Art better than Eddie at the time. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: Art Art was uh, Art was uh, second generation. Uh, his brother j- Jesse also rep- wrestled, and Art was just a character. Art was once again Mexico was a great le- learning experience. Just just me- meeting guys, you know, like yourself and Art Bar and Haku, Eddie Guerrero, uh, and and, j- and just seeing how they thought about things, how they approached things, and Art was. Art, I think Art was one of those like uh, last of the carnists because if he could work here, he'd work work you. <laughs> and um, great work worker in the ring, loved to put himself over. <laughs> oh brother. brother, there was 12, there was fifteen thousand people there. Really? That's arena only holds eight. <laughs> no, the rest of them bought, bought tickets just to listen. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, <laughs> say stuff like that with the chewing tobacco, with the
1: chewing, chewing tobacco, completely <laughs> <humility> straight face. <laughs> like, no, brother,
2: you don't understand.
1: <laughs> the little hanging from the rafters. Yeah,
2: he was. Um, he was a great, great guy. And um, imagine the pandemonium that we caused li- living in the Plaza Madrid. It was me, you, him, Vamp, uh, Tonga, Tonga, uh, Mondo. I think Hector was there. Chavo for a while. Chavo. Miguel Perez. Miguel Perez. That night we went out. Bowling to get together. Chelsea um, so- on bowling. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to Tonga about that
1: last night. He remembers. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I told him. I remember him just throwing an overhand over, bowling ball. We're like
2: Haku, don't hit us. Throw it that way. <laughs> like,
1: and you next time you go bowling, try and pick it up. You're gonna throw
2: it over your shoulder. Just <laughs> yeah. He uh, um. So Art was a guy that um. You know he he had his issues and um but back then especially to me it was so it was so much of a novelty because i was never experienced to that you know um being trained by malenko and spending time in japan you, you know the whole concept was you get to the ring and you the, the arena and you do your squats and you stretch and you do all this stuff whereas you know you, you went there and now you see something that was totally opposite guys smoking in the locker room and and drinking and then um, and then art came and then he had his you know uh, his, his weakness once well, again we we're all rock stars at that time yeah. whatever it was you're into you yeah. could get it at the, yeah. at the yeah. blink of an eye Yeah. so I, I just didn't like what I saw what it did to, to him I, I think it was you and I that went to his, his place one, one night and he was just zonked out of his mind chewing tobacco all over his shirt yeah. just stumbling around and and I think I think his greeting was, "You two bastards don't have a home to go to," something <laughs> because we went there <laughs> late, knocking on his door, <laughs> yeah, looking for something to do, <laughs> yeah, 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 we're watching tapes, yeah, and and I remember. Um, Saying him for for the last time because I think I think you had moved out and he he had lent you his key to his no, suite. No, I, I had a smaller room. Smaller room, but, he had,
1: but yeah. he had a suite. Yeah, and the reason, and just to go back to yeah. what we said earlier, you told me to ask to say the plaza because it was a nice place. <laughs> yes, yeah. But Art and Eddie had... St-
2: and then I had a suite too. You had a suite too yeah. Two oh, floors.
1: Too. Oh yeah. Yeah, I had the jobber room. You guys had the suite. So we went. So he he, he went to where Portland. Portland. He gave me a key and said, yeah. "If you ever want to come yeah. watch movies, yeah. which he had never done before. It, yeah, it was some, just so
2: strange. It was just so strange and surreal because I remember being there and he's just out cold and, and and you and I are watching tapes and we're you know drinking and just having and Art's just you know just slouching the couch just out of it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then. One characteristic of him said to me, Norman, is there anything that you want back from the States? Because he was going home for Thanksgiving, and uh, I said, as a joke, bring me back a pumpkin pie. and He looked at me, he goes, okay, and never saw him again. It was, um, I, I think I had moved, moved out and I was living in a uh in my apartment at the time and then i got a phone call from conan and uh and conan told me he was dead i said and, it, and it's it's weird because as human beings we always say well i just saw him last week well it only takes a second to die <laughs> right, 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 right 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 i said what do you mean what do you mean and um yeah he's dead and i said how well you know they don't know and the speculation of this and that i was like oh my god and so then i called um i, I called vamp he he was an Acapulco at the time, it was a Wednesday because we did a- Acapulco on a Wednesday night and, and called him. I don't know where you were. I was at the plaza. The plaza, okay, yeah. And we, didn't we go into his room? Well, but you called me too. Yeah, okay,
1: okay, yeah. And this was the first time that I'd ever had, you know, you have your grandparents die or yeah. whatever, but it was the first time I'd ever experienced real death. Yeah. And I remember when you called me, I just, I fell on the floor, like yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I'll it never was... forget you saying, Art's dead. Yeah. Same thing, like, what? Yeah. Yes,
2: you know what? Now I recall that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. So and then we did
1: go to his room. Yeah, you
2: know, just to hang out in there and and yeah, you know. But um, it was sad, and uh, it's it's just a shame. I think over the course of the our careers, I'm not saying that that our our hearts become hardened to it, but but we've lost so many friends, yeah, so many coworkers that you know maybe you weren't their best friend, but you've you've crossed paths with them, yeah, over the years and. uh, it's just sad. It's just sad. Um, I a- always think of um, the person who has to make the phone call to the parents, wow. or to the son, or to the ch- children. I mean, you know, you know, your son passed away in a hotel room. How isn't it weird too? How
1: uh, how you had the same experience that I had. Something very uncharacteristic. Yeah. Like him giving me the key to his room, yes, yes. which he had never it done. Just, yeah. And him asking you if you
2: yeah, wanted. Him yeah. Back. Yeah.
1: I almost wondered. Did he? Did he know? Did I, it, you, because, deep down inside. It, it, it yeah. was
2: it was weird because like, like i said art was a worker mm-hmm. i mean he would uh he would invite me to go out to eat and uh and we'd go to the Z- zona rosa right it's so a yeah, big party big party yeah, bars and re- re- restaurant and you know we'd eat and drink and everything and then uh, the check would come oh i forgot my wallet my art come on <laughs> or or his other one was i only have dollars I don't have pesos I said well they take dollars here too (laughs) no but the exchange rates real (laughs) bad
1: you know so to me when Art died that was that was the end of of Mexico for me yeah I stayed a little longer but yeah the vibe
2: changed yeah
1: reality kind of hit. and also the peso the peso died like about two weeks later
2: yes it's huge it dropped I had money in the bank and uh, it dropped and somebody told me oh don't worry about it it'll just last a cu- couple of weeks and you know it'll, it'll go back up well that was 22 years ago <laughs> it's still it's, the same. it went from um it was like I'll get this wrong at
1: first but it was three dollars or like three to one so three yeah so if you had a thousand pesos. Yeah. That would be three hundred and thirty-three dollars. Yeah, yeah. Then it switched to seven to one. Yeah. So if you got a thousand pesos, it would be like one hundred and fifty yeah, bucks. Yeah, it, it was horrible. And I remember Paco saying, "Like, there's nothing I can
2: do. I can't pay you more money. Ex- exactly. <laughs> it's the same amount of pesos." I had the same conversation with, with, with yeah. him, and at that, that time, that time was uh, it was the end of '94. Mm-hmm. In fact, you and I were in um, Acapulco. Remember, mm-hmm. remember, we did that interview together. Right. Yeah, yeah. Which I still have. I, you. Do? I, I, I gave you a copy, right? I'm not sure. I'd like I like it. I have it. I have it. Yeah. It's Gosh. it's funny because we speak like eighteen words of Spanish between us. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy in this and this in this uh in this interviewer, he's doing his best to stretch this thing out. <laughs> <laughs> and we're trying,
1: but yeah. we don't know the same thing. Que hora? Que pasó? Yeah,
2: so um it was it was at the end of nineteen ninety four. I had been there for Four years or four and a half years because i actually went went back later on for promo stecker and um there was no money the houses were going down uh and i was miserable i was miserable and i remember doing a hair match with lafura this is where you have a a match and and the wage or the bet is whoever loses the match gets their hair shaved so um i ended up do, doing that in December of '94, which marked the end of the season, because in, in Mexico, which I, right. I still think it happens, right, that that they have a season, the, the ice I, the ice, the ice sort of comes ring, to town or yeah, something. Yeah, so, so they closed the arena Mexico for three months. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So um, uh, and and then the houses on that were usually huge, but uh, even on that night, it was just it was nothing there. There was nobody there. It was like a third full, and um, and I was just tired. And it's strange. I, I'm not sure if you've ever experienced this. I was so concerned about getting hurt. Mm. I was just—it's like every day I would—I would have these matches, and, and, and sometimes you're in there with, with with guys who can go, and you want to accommodate them, you know, Tahano, Silver yeah, King, Wagner, those guys, dandy, yeah. and uh, and they want to do this, and that. okay, second, second fold this, oh my God, but I was just—I was just I just had this thing in my head that I was going to get hurt, mm. you know. I mean, seriously hurt, because because my heart wasn't in it, so I, I just decided to uh, leave, but um, yeah. But uh, uh, Mexico was great
1: Like I said At the time we were there It was a boom Yeah And and I always Sean Morley came through See I was gone at that point Yeah Like you know To me right after Because I think I I lasted for another Maybe year But less time Yeah Because my last time Was about 95 Yeah And um, like you said It's just like the Kind of the 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 vibe had changed Yeah But you you experienced The whole second birth In WCW
2: Yeah With I was lucky there too You know Yeah And um, and, uh, And When I I say that or when you say that I experienced it I just happened to be in, in, at the right place at the right, right
1: time because they were bringing in so many guys yeah and once again you know you mentioned Chris Adams well he was
2: there I yeah mean, this guy's Chris there. Adams was smiley a... comes in yeah which is yeah. it was great yeah and you're just another guy on the roster for a that while. was that was um, that was an experience in itself it was uh, to watch Vampiro and Conan grow, grow up and become like Elvis I mean literally uh girls chasing them and and, and being in a car with vampiro and the fans are rocking it back and forth and i'm scared for my life that, that they're going to tip this car over and then go into world championship wrestling and and we're witnessing the goldberg thing and uh you know hall and nash coming in nwo yeah. and just just everything everything just just magnified by 10 you know the houses and and uh, and we were working in domes, remember, like the yeah. San Antonio dome, the Georgia Did about dome. six nitros in a row in domes, in domes, yeah. in domes, and St. Louis. It was it was just ridiculous. So, in the beginning, I would only come in for the uh, the shows that, that we would do here in Orlando. Mm. At, at Two u- weeks every three a, months, at worldwide. Yeah. Two weeks every three months. So, this is a shout out to my friend. Billy Kidman, who once said to me, and he totally confused me, he said to me in front of, of, of some of the boys in, in the locker room, he says, who makes the most money here in this car company? And I'm thinking myself, who makes the most money? I'm, I'm thinking, you know, who knows, uh, Sting, you know? And he goes, no, Norman Smiley and Sting. Because Smiley only works once every three weeks, <laughs> every three months, sorry. Because <laughs> he's in Mexico doing absolutely nothing in paid <laughs> Thanks for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but how did you break out of the pack to become like the screaming smiley and the wiggle and all that You stuff?
2: know what's strange was that I, I was there and, and I felt that I was a good hand, right? And, and I would have my matches and everything, but, but nobody could care less. Mm. And, um, and I remember talking to guys like Conan and, uh, and Scott Hall and saying, man, just be yourself, you know? And um, I remember I was watching the Martin La- Lawrence show once and Martin Lawrence was talking to a f- friend of his, and he was saying how he was going to take this girl out, you know, for a date, and he emotion like, you know, the wig, the wiggle thing, kind of like spanking, spanking, the butt yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. So I said, so I chuckled at it. So I thought to myself, wow, if I'm chuckling at this, and it's really not that funny, but it was different. Um, let me try it. So I, I, I was working with with, with some with somebody, and I slammed him. I said, stay down. And I just stood in front of the hard cam and I just said, bang, 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 bang. And placement notes, I think it was Nick Patrick was was the referee. I saw him laughing at me and he turned away. <laughs> it's, it's like So afterwards, um, Terry Taylor, who who was an agent there and is also now a training trainer here at the PC, um, cornered me a- afterwards. Uh, he says, what were you doing out there? And I said, the first thing that came into my mind, I was riding a horse, <laughs> you know, so he said, uh, whatever it was, keep doing it, it's hilarious." Hmm. So then I learned to how to uh, incorporate it like physically in matches. I, I worked with uh, with uh, Chavo Jr. once, and one time he gave me a it was like a spot boom, boom, boom right in, in into the uh the wheelbarrow. So in, instead of him, you know, j- jumping up and giving me a like I just held him there. So he's in a pushing position while having his legs wrapped right around <laughs> my waist. I, I think I think we we were in Charleston. And the place went nuts. I mean, it was a bow, 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 and Arn loved it. And Arn actually laughed. And Arn never, yeah, never laughs yeah, ever. He never smiles, <laughs> you know. Damn, smiley! Damn. That big wheel was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then um, uh, when Russo and Ferrara came in, um, I was honored that they even knew who I was. So they requested to have a meeting, and and they sat sat me down, and they pitched this whole idea about me thinking I was the toughest guy in the world, and and blah, blah, blah. And then then they mentioned the dreaded word, the the hardcore division. So um, at the beginning of the meeting, I was sitting upright, but as the meeting progressed, I'm just slouching down, (laughs) like... (laughs) so so vince is saying vince russo is saying and norman you have to top it off we're gonna dress you up in like football gear and hockey gear and this and that now i'm looking around for the camera (laughs) you know what i mean you know being punked i'm like really is yeah and this is what's gonna make it successful when you get hit we want you to scream like a girl I said, really? He said, yeah, trust me, it'll work. And Ed was there and Ed's just shaking his head up and down vigorously. Yeah, it'll work, it'll work, it'll work. I'm like, oh my God. So, if you consider wrestling to be classical mu- music, I think that I was classically trained by Dean Malenko and Joe and the father and everything and and, and Gotch. So now I'm taking all this, th- this wrestling ability and throwing it out of the w- w- window and standing there with headgear on, which I needed with knobs <laughs> and... Uh, uh, and just throwing tables at each other and chairs and everything. And it was at the Target Center in Minneapolis. And once again, it was a tournament. And it was, deci- it was who, who was going to be decided to go on to the finals at the pay-per-view, which was called um, Mayhem in Toronto, Canada, November of 1999. Certain things I still remember. Yeah. And, uh, we're, and we're at the Target Center. And um, I'm wrestling Haku and Barb okay and and they're working me around and everything and i'm screaming and i remember haku leaning over and saying to me brother you over now you over mm. and he put 14 stitches in my back <laughs> <laughs> it's like jaws yeah i mean right <laughs> yeah, there, right yeah, there, yeah right there yeah he put 14 stitches in my back with a chair wow with, and and, <laughs> and believe me his his intentions was not bad at all in fact yeah in fact he was extremely apologetic afterwards and uh yeah the 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 hardcore thing was a complete fluke fluke to me i was i was happy to have it because this is a job right um it's not all the time that that you have a, a regular nine to five that your boss is going to require you to do do something that you're going to like that task mm-hmm. and embrace it you know norman go and clean the toilets <laughs> you got to clean the toilets you know what i mean but working in that division um exposed me to work, working with, with with an idol with Terry Funk, which was just you know, and it's, it's so strange because up until that point, I think I was I, I was working for about fifteen years, you know, Mexico and Japan and here and there. So I was seasoned, and um, and I just remember being, being in the back with Terry and him saying, okay, we'll do this, and maybe we we'll do this. Okay, you got that, Sonny? Yes, Mr. Funk, and. I get in the ring and the bell rings and I just swallow. So, oh my God, that's Terry Funk over there. <laughs> I mean, He's gonna kill me. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I was nervous, but once you're locked up and you've moved around, you know. But yeah. but, but but he was just—he was ahead of his time too. With mm-hmm. uh, just, I recall watching him live as a 15-year-old kid at the Miami Beach Convention Center against Dusty and Steve Kern and Barry Windham. and uh, even then he was extremely unorthodox he's throw chairs and take those weird bumps He'd yeah swing at the fans and everything and it just seemed like in the blink of an eye you know 20 years later he's doing the same thing but now he's doing it towards me <laughs> yeah. you know? yeah. but but what a nice man and he's yeah. just a great great guy a legend uh, old-school mm-hmm. and uh, has a ton of passion for the big business and um, a guy a guy that I, I looked up to as as a fan Got to meet him and looked up and admired him even more, which mm. is not the case with with a lot of people. That's true. That's true. <laughs>
1: getting to, uh, just getting ready to wrap up. Yeah. Uh, what, two more last questions? If you had to pick one
2: match that stands out as your favorite match you've ever had, oof. uh, that'd oof. be tough. There was there was uh, my first one in Japan because I was so nervous. It was a different style and and so and so and so, so forth. It was a guy called Kazuo Yamazaki. It was mm. June of 1988. <laughs> And then I had a match one time in Winnipeg. I, I think you were on the card. It was a hardcore match. It was Knobs, uh, uh, Jerry Toot, and Fit. Uh huh. And we laughed so. I mean, it's it. I'm surprised we didn't get fired that night. It was just it was just <laughs> hilarious and then another time in Mexico it was outside of r- r- Rina and it was r- raining and the canvas was a plastic can- canvas and and back then which I still still do now I, I used to wear my shooter boots and I was determined not to get get them wet. Well within 5 minutes I sucked. So- so I just went. I'm doing the breaststroke, drop down, and I'm breaststroking, and just embrace uh, it. Oh yeah, just you know, just splashing around, and 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 I remember the referee coming up to me and said, "Magic, you you got to take this serious." I'm like, "Where is the where swimming pool? <laughs> there's four inches of water on the mat, and there's a big hole in the middle." <laughs> so 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 it was uh it, it it was hard to say. You know, one one of my first matches with with. Uh, Joe Malenko, mm-hmm. uh, Dean's older yeah. brother, who's well accomplished. And um, six months in the big business. So he's got me against the ropes. And uh, he says to me, Rocket. And I'm like, Ah, and he, and he, and he just slaps me. He just, just slaps me. I was Oh, God, I messed that spot up. So, you know, we have the match and everything, and, um, you know, everything goes well. And we get in the back, and uh, I said, Joe, thank, thank you. Because for those of you who don't know, Joe's the r- real deal. He yeah. was Carl was Gotch's t- top student next to uh, uh, a kid from Japan called Minoru Suzuki, Suzuki Stugon, yeah, yeah, who's still going, who's an animal. Yeah, had to fight him off of me for 20 minutes. Anyway, um, so I said, Joe, thanks for the match and everything. I said, uh, Joe, uh, just one thing. Your dad never taught me that rocket spot. What, what is that spot? He goes, I didn't say rocket. I said block it. <laughs> So like every time he sees me, he calls a hey, rocket. <laughs> yeah,
1: you mentioned before uh, some of your students that have made it to the top, yes. Roman Reigns, yes, and, and Corbin. Which prospects are here in this in the in the? Ooh,
2: we center? we we've got a lot of guys. Uh, the tag team division is deep. Uh, American Alpha revival, the Divas are deep, or the Ladies are deep. Mm-hmm. Um, Sasha Banks has got, gone up. Bailey, Carmela, Oscar—it's um, she's, yeah, she's awesome just—it's yeah. just so much t- talent here. She was trained by actually Ujiwara. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've I've rolled around the r- the ring with her a little bit and just okay, that's enough. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> so and and uh, and having Nakamura Nat- 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 here, um, he's something I-, I, else. I think I think once in a while, you come across. Mm-hmm. A performer, and he just has that it for fact mm. factor. You know, he doesn't have the greatest body. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he doesn't do a lot of things, but he's captivating to watch, mm-hmm. and um, um, a very cool guy. And uh, I predict he's going to be a huge star, huge huge star. Um, when Kenta gets back healthy you know yeah. his his he has too, a yeah. ton of potential mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Well, it's great to see that you're doing so well here and you yep. deserve it man
1: like i said no one ever said it bad about you. <laughs> yet <laughs> <laughs> last, uh, last question so <laughs> Thanks to Norman Smiley, Black Maik, for all the great laughs and stories. His laugh is actually infectious. And thanks for giving us a real behind-the-scenes look at the NXT Performance Center. The place is unreal. Give you everything you need to succeed in pro wrestling, including great trainers and instructors like Norman with a wealth of experience. Uh, such a great personable guy. Everyone loves another, especially the I know the, the ladies love Norman because he's super charming, all right? But big thanks to Norman and thanks to all of you who are supporting Talk is Jericho by doing your online shopping through my Amazon links. You can find my Amazon links at Podcast one. dot com. uh you can find them all there uh just click on the killer deals button in the top right corner of the page then hit the talk is jericho button i got them links for the usa uk canada a every time you use the talk is jericho amazon links the amazon kicks back a small percentage of the show to help us cover production costs by anything you can think of on amazon no extra fees or hidden charges once again podcast one.com click on the killer deals button in the top right corner of the page yeah, the talk is Jericho button. you also find all my great sponsors on there as well. ddpyoga.com slash Jericho to get 25% off all DDPY merch. And when you buy a max pack or a combo pack, you get a second one for 50% off the price. That's already 25% off. Don't forget loot crate. Sign up for the WWE slam crate. Now at loot slash talk. Use the promo code talk to get $3 off your order. So much fun to get those loot crates and find out what's inside. Every month is a different, uh, different selection of products, t-shirts, dolls, figures coloring books uh everything you can think of is all in there it's a it's a it's a fun it's a fun it's a fun present to give to anybody who loves the WWE. then there's nature box go to naturebox.com jericho to get 50 percent off your first order the best most nutritious snacks you can have bowling branch go to bowlingbranch.com use the promo code jericho you get 50 bucks off your first set of the softest comfiest sheets you're ever going to have then there's geico true car all those great sponsors here, and please go check them out. And don't forget to check out on March fifteenth, 2017. It's the Biggest, Biggest Podcast. Podcast ever. When Mick Foley joins Talk is Jericho, the countdown rolls on just 67 days and counting. We've been talking about this for a year. And speaking of big podcasts, Beyond the Darkness, the latest edition to the Jericho Network and Podcast One is a blockbuster hit right out of the gates. The first two episodes were all about the super creepy black eyed kids. And the episode that just came out Monday is an investigation into the sinister shadow people. Dave Schrader and Tim Dennis have a couple great guests on to talk about these things, the shadow people. You want the lights on for this one? Go check it out hit subscribe on itunes if you haven't already leave beyond the darkness a five-star rating and review and hit subscribe for all the jericho network shows when you got when you're out there We've got the hilarious Team Tiger Awesome show, pop culture humor at its finest, with Mundy truly engaged. New episodes are out every Sunday. They did a great Christmas episode this past Sunday, the Battle of Christmas Icons. No one's off limits. Santa Claus, the Grinch, John McClain from Die Hard. Check it out. It was very funny. I was laughing my behind off. And those was killing the town with Storm and Cyrus dropping on Tuesday. Get your PhD in wrestling with two of the most brilliant minds in pro wrestling. Great discussion of today's biz. Tell fantastic stories from the days working together all over the world in ECW. Uh, Shane. Douglas from ECW was their guest the last couple of weeks. Always a always a outspoken guy. And then of course the flagship show, the hugest hit on the Jericho Network, Keeping It 100 with Conan every Thursday. Disco Inferno, Conan KG bringing the opinions, the funny, the feuds. Uh, they had some great great talk about uh, the presidential election and from Chael Sonnen as well. So check all that stuff out. And thank you so much for listening. Keep listening for the 62nd AP News Headlines coming up next and this Friday rock and roll hall of fame cheap trick is going to be here uh the founder guitar player songwriter rick nielsen and his son and the new drummer of cheap trick dax will be here talking about all things cheap trick rock and roll hall of fame john lennon what it's like being in a band with your dad the dream police i want you to want me your mama's all right your daddy's all right he just seems a little bit weird. A yeah, boy. said, yeah, boy. And don't give yourself a yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. All right. We'll see you next uh, Friday for Cheap Trick right here on Talk is Jericho.
0: You can download new episodes of Talk is Jericho every Wednesday and Friday at PodcastOne.com. That's PodcastONE.com.